Hello. Good morning, Dewan, and welcome to my third edition of Jennifer Wants to Know. So, Dewan, the man, the myth, the legend. Let's get started. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> first, my first question is just going to be, let's start at the beginning. Tell me a little bit about your background, where you grew up, that kind of thing. Okay, so I was born in 1983, November 9th, so I'm a young guy compared to you, I understand. And <laughs> I basically was born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I pretty much spent my whole life in this very state, almost in the same city area. I didn't really move too much out of it. I have an older brother, younger sister, and my mom is great. My dad wasn't really much in my life, but he's still great, too. And, yeah, you know, I've always had a deep fascination with talking on audio devices and talking to myself, making skits, like I was Saturday Night Live, one of my favorite shows as a kid growing up. So being on Anchor, yeah, I'm right at home, being able to talk and express my views. So at least now I don't have to just talk to the voices in my head. <laughs> you get to talk to the voices that are out there now. <laughs> well, we can tell Anchor is such a – it seems like it's a great fit for you that it just like you just click there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I love the, the, the community at anchor. Um, even though that don't love me at times, but I know they love me deep down inside. They just don't want to admit it. They got to hold <laughs> on to that reputation. Oh, yeah. And you do have a little bit of a reputation, but the good news is that you always are interesting. You are never boring, which is, it's hard to do when you're on Anchor to always find different things to talk about and find good subjects, and you seem to always be able to come up with stuff, and you're on there a lot, which is so great. It keeps things yeah, yeah. going. Now, how about we talked a little about your past and how you grew up, but what about your current family life? Um, I know you have a few kids. You just had a baby not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. And Go ahead. Oh, sorry. You want to go ahead. No, I just wanted you to tell me a little about, you know, how many kids do you have? Have you always wanted a big family? Do you want more kids? First off, no, I do not want any more kids. I think five is enough. And yes, I have five kids and I didn't want any sort of family growing up. Uh, I was the one that never wanted to watch my little cousin, my little niece. You know, I was always like, why do I have to do it? I don't want any kids. But then I met the love of my life, and she slowly changed the way how I viewed families. And suddenly I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind being a dad. And I remember my son being born almost about to be seven years ago, I want to say. Don't hold me to it. Hopefully mom is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but well, when you have him, five kids, remembering how old all of them are, you know, it's it's different. I have one. I know how old he is. But yeah, yeah, five. Yes, having five is definitely uh, fun for the reactions we get from people. We we almost immediately let people know if they want to have kids or if they don't want to have kids or if they never want to speak to their kids again. Usually, those reactions happen immediately when they see us walking about in the streets. Yeah, and five between the ages of what your youngest is not very many months old, and your oldest is only seven, so that's their boom, boom, boom. It, yes, yes, back to back to back, like a, a Michael Jordan championship ring. That's just three <laughs> after three. 
You know, when I was young, I wanted 12 kids because I ran, I read Cheaper by the Dozen, the book version, not the movie version. And um, I really wanted 12 kids, but uh, I only ended up with one, unfortunately. But I love that you have five kids. I think that that is awesome. I'm way into, I'm a big believer in big families. I think it's good for the kids and it's good for the parents. I, I like that, that, that whole big family. Do you, um, do you have a favorite? I want oh, do I have a <laughs> You're trying to get me killed, aren't you? <laughs> well, I, well I, I do have a couple of my friends. I like them all in different ways, but I think my second youngest, Limerence, uh, my, my my boy, me and him just have this sort of kindred spirit sort of thing where we can communicate just with looks most of the time, even when he acts bad. So he's secretly my favorite. Okay, I won't tell anybody. And it'll probably, <laughs> in the in the years to come, um, it'll probably change here and there. There'll be days that, you know, you have a favorite and then there'll be days that a different one will be your favorite. But I, I right. think it's cool that you would actually admit to it because a lot of parents are like, no, I love them all the same. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to love them exactly the same. They're all so different. So, yeah. Okay. I am going to call you right back. Um, that is the end of our first segment. Man, that went fast, right? Right. Okay, call you right back. All right. All right, let's talk about your hobbies and your interests. You know, I couldn't go without talking about your sneakers. Okay, I know that you love sneakers, so (laughs) how many do you have? And do you have that favorite pair? And also, I was looking at your Instagram. It seems to me you have quite a few beanies also. Oh yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm an unofficial beanie collector because being in Minnesota, you know, it's, it gets cold, so you actually do need them. Like I know in Cali, y'all just wear them to look cool, even though it's never going to get frostbite temperatures and everything. <gasps> true, very true. <laughs> but as far as the sneakers, um, standing now, I want to say maybe I got fifty something pairs, give or take. But overall, for the past 10 years, I probably had maybe 80 or 90 or something like that. And shoes, sneakers for me are expression, my artistic expression. Uh, it used to be because basketball, I, was, I played basketball most of my childhood life. So having the sneakers on the court, new sneakers, mom always got me a new pair of sneakers to play. And it kind of just transformed from there to, you know, the first day of school. That was a big thing uh, growing up was to, to first pair. What, what shoes are you going to wear when you're on the bus stop? And I think it just kind of just kept going. That momentum kept building to a point where when I got older and I was able to have my own money, uh, that was one of the first things I did, you know, started getting me some sneakers, especially the web. The Internet kind of changed that for me because before you would have to rely on what the brick-and-mortar stores had, which was never anything I liked. So the Internet kind of expanded that. So it's in one of many ways why I love the Internet and why I love all my sneakers. Now, do you have a favorite pair? Ooh, a favorite pair. You know what? I would say my favorite pair is the one that I designed on NikeID.com. It was probably about maybe seven, eight years, no, maybe eight, nine years ago. Uh, I made the pair myself, and I still have them now. I can't really wear them because they're pretty much, like, destroyed at this point. But they're just my favorite pair because I actually handcrafted them myself unofficially. I did not know you could even handcraft your own sneakers. That is so cool. Now, are you going to do another pair, or is that, like, 
was that like an app or on their internet or how I've never even heard of that before. Well, a long time ago, it still is, they still have it in existence, NikeID.com, and on there you can basically, you know, they'll give you a pair of sneakers or you can start with somebody else's color design, and you just add different colors, the colors they give you, and you can even put your name and personalize it. And I do want to make another pair, but it takes so long for them to ship them and make it. It's like six to seven months. So it's a, it takes a little while for the shoe actually to come into your possession. But when it does, it's obviously a payoff because you had a hand in designing it yourself. Yeah, that sounds spectacular. Do you have a, a picture of them on your Instagram account? Um, I think I do, but it's so far back. I'm going to post a picture just for you today to show uh, the, the shoes that I made. And it actually has Nerd Love on it. That was my little clothing brand at the time. But no more. Those dreams are shattered now. <laughs> well, I will definitely check out Instagram and be looking for those. Um, in the morning, how do you decide what pair of sneakers you're going to wear? <laughs> well, honestly... The newest ones, that's what I decide first. <laughs> so if, if I, if I kind of went through the newest ones, then I'll go to the archive and check out the old ones. And it's just my mood. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a certain pair. It, I never had a situation where I was, like, late to get to things done. But sometimes I have, like, a diva change my shoes, like, three or four times in one day, and my wife hates when I do that. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm not feeling these. Wait, let's go back. <laughs> so that's where I have my diva tendencies. Oh, that is too funny. Well, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about music. Um, I know you love hip-hop, and how did you first get into it? And what is it about hip-hop that you love? All right, let's get into it. Um, I first fell in love with hip-hop thanks to my mom, of all people. Shocker, I know, but she was <laughs> one of the first to play hip-hop for me, her and my brother, so... Uh, around the house, you know, cleaning up, we'd be listening to all the jams and stuff. And it's just hip hop for me, it's pretty much just my identity. It's my way of viewing the world. Now, I am into different forms of music, don't get me wrong, but hip hop is something, it's not really a genre of music for me. It's just a part of my life. It's, you know, what taught me so many things about life um, in terms of uh, the music and the messages from the good hip hop anyway. So, Yes, it's very much an integral part of my everyday still. Now, I know you used to um, do beatbox uh, or something. You did something musical yourself. What was that? And tell me a little bit about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I used to, well, I did rap. I do rap still, just not as much. So I used to write my little, I still got notebooks from when I was like 12 years old of, you know, raps I've written that now sound terrible and I would never utter those publicly. But also I, <laughs> I do music production. So uh, I have this device that controls my computer. So it's all digital. It's not nothing analog. And I basically can make music and, you know, punch out drum beats and melodies and all that stuff. So I still do that now. So that's what I do for hip hop currently. Now, did you ever want to, like, um, be in a band or be someone famous that did um, hip-hop or rap or whatever? I'm sorry, I'm not up on that music genre, but um, was that ever, like, when you were younger, a dream that, hey, I want to be a big star, or you just did it for fun? Honestly, I just did it for fun. I had some moments like that, but 
you know, I'm such an introvert that I just I didn't want nobody to listen to it. You know, like I would always like hold on to it for dear life. Everybody wanted like, oh, let me get this beat or that beat or something like that. Or, and I'd be like, no, no, I only make it for me. So, yes, uh, those those thoughts always came uh, once in a while of, oh, should I do something more with this? But it would take the fun out of it for me. So I just like to do it for fun and therapeutic reasons. Now, you mentioned being an introvert, which I just find fascinating because you do not come across an anchor as being any kind of introvert. Um, is that is it different being on anchor? Or would you consider yourself an introvert on anchor? Because I don't. Or is that something just in your non-social media life that you're an introvert? Yeah, like basically in my – Every day-to-day life when I'm not on the phone or on the Internet, I kind of, for all intents and purposes, am an introvert. I keep to myself most of the time. You see me at work. I have headphones in my ears, which I'm not supposed to, but I really just kind of keep to myself. <laughs> but when it, but I feel like online, because, you know, I've been doing Internet now, like audio Internet stuff for like a little over eight years. So I'm an extrovert by this point. If you would have met me when I first got on, you'd have been like, oh, yeah, this guy's very childish, immature, juvenile, and he doesn't know what he's talking about most of the time. <laughs> so it took a while for me to get to where I am now. Oh, that I just find that fascinating. Okay, I am going to call you back for our next segment, okay? All right. All righty. All righty, let's talk a little bit about Anchor. How did you find out about Anchor, and how long have you been using it? All right. Uh, One day I was on YouTube, and I was going on this uh, channel called Tech Buffalo, where they talk about all the latest apps, or not apps at the time, but they just started talking about apps, but they talk about the latest gadgets and stuff. And then they had a segment on 10 best things, to 10 best apps out there for the iPhone right now, and Anchor was one of them. And when I heard the description, Twitter with voice, I knew exactly what they meant because I've been on apps previously of like Anchor. So it had been a while since I got back into that world, but, you know, I was at home, bored, watching the kids most of the time while wife was at work. I was like, oh, it's perfect time to do it. So that's how I found out and discovered Anchor, and I've been on Anchor now. I want to say I'm approaching the year. I keep checking my time hop in my Instagram to see, like, when did I start, because usually I screen capture stuff like that. So I want to say it's about a year approaching. And do you consider any topics a taboo on Anchor, or is there things that you just won't talk about, or is everything uh, fair game? Mm, interesting. You would think that I would say it's all fair game, knowing my reputation. But there is things that mm, – just aren't for me. Religion, that's something I talked about so much in the past. And although I personally am an atheist, I don't need, I don't feel the need anymore to express passionately why I am as such. I can still communicate with everybody to where I don't need to do that. So that's just something I really don't delve into. And politics, I don't even know much about politics to even talk about it. So it's not necessarily taboo. It's just something I don't really know too much of but everything else it all depends on the circumstances uh with what topics that uh can be brought up and talked about but most for the most part i'm kind of fair game but this those couples it's just like yeah i just i'd ask those okay um name one thing that you miss about version one and one thing that you love about version two 
All right, this is awkward because I just spent my whole day, not whole day, but a segment a little while ago bashing version one. But <laughs> what I will say about, <laughs> what I will say, what I missed about version one, um, I kind of missed the, the uh, when the, the carousel, like it actually had the active people. You know, like the carousel now is just full of the featured people. So it's no real real way to, to tell who is actually, you know, affecting the culture of Anchor. So I kind of miss that. And what I will say I love about version two, I definitely love um, the segments, the idea that it's, it's, you know, you get five, not only five minutes, but you get to be, you, you get to tell a story in a way instead of just, you know, like, before, you could just talk about what you were wearing for the day. Then you can say something on Anchor that made you angry. Then, I don't know, whatever else it could be. But now it's kind of like you're thinking a little bit ahead, like, oh, I want to talk about this, this, and this, and they'll tie in with this song and this. So it's kind of more strategy for me, which I kind of enjoy. Now, have you checked out uh, the episodes feature that hopefully is going to be rolling out to all of us? The episodes? Well, no, no, I didn't even hear about this. What's this? Um, Maya has on her page, it's a segment called Episodes, and it's old old things that she has posted, old segments, that she now has in an Episodes thing. You'll have to check it out. Just go to her Go to her station, and down at the bottom, you'll see Collins, and in the middle, you'll see Episodes. And um, it looks like if you want to keep things around for a long time, and someone can go in and just listen to your whole station of things that you have set there. So, oh, okay. I'm going to have to check that out. It looks pretty cool to me. For those people that complain about the 24-hour, it's there and gone. Um, it looks like this is going to be kind of a fix for that. I don't know if we're going to be able to publish Collins in there. She doesn't have any Collins. She just has segments that she's made that are um, set into her episodes um, uh, oh. little box. So that'll be interesting. Um, what are your favorite kind of segments that other people come up with? And what are kind of segments that other people do that you just, when you hear them, you pass right by them? Ooh, okay. Segments that I love to listen to. Um, ones that seem to actually require someone to think of something to say, something that actually has happened to them. I love things like that. Like even Jennifer, you talking about your day and stuff like that. I know you didn't read it on some blog or you're you know, you're seeing this thing. You're just talking about what you, you know, your day is like and stuff like that. So stuff like that I like to hear. Now I may not always applaud and echo and call all that stuff <laughs> in, but sometimes it's cool to just listen to things, you know? Especially my day today, sometimes I just don't have I – I can't have the opportunity to pull my phone out of my pocket, so I just keep it in the pocket, and I listen to it like a radio station. So the things that I don't like are the total opposite of that, when people are just simply regurgitating information that you can find yourself or just – Really, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, especially when people are reading questions, like their favorite, their questions of the day are just, it sounds like it's from a cereal box. I'm like, I don't, does this really matter to you what I answer this with? I don't know. Just stuff like that is just strange to me. But um, yeah, that's, that's, and when it's just a bunch of songs, just too much songs, not enough talking. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I, I got my own Apple Music, but thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> Um, how are you liking the ability to bounce from one station to another? That I know that just rolled out with the new version. Um, I love it. 
you know, I have been going now and listening to, I'll listen to someone's segment and I'll bounce to the next one where we weren't able to do that anymore. Do you do that at all? Oh yeah. I love, I love that. And I love that it keeps track most of the time of what I listened to the last time. So sometimes I'll be like, I know this is the one they want me to listen to, but let me get to this one. Then it'll bounce me back to that. So I like the the ability to be able to scroll through the stations. It It makes it more like, you know, it, it's, it's more of a homey experience for me than, like, you know, previously everybody was just listening to, like, one wave on the old versions. Like, we listening to one wave, and that's why people talk about time management now. I get it. You guys are – and then and then what made it worse is they were just scrubbing through what you were saying. It's only two minutes. So, yeah, um, for me, I like the station. Now, do you have a favorite segment that you've produced? Ooh, a favorite segment that I have made so far. Hmm, I don't know. It's it's been now not to sound like a arrogant little a hole here. Now I had quite a <laughs> few that I enjoy, but let's see if I could think of one recently that resonated with me, but probably not with everyone else. Was uh, which one was it? I think I was talking about something with science. Um, I can't remember what it was, but a lot of people, oh, I was talking about language. That's when it's just a couple of days ago. I was talking about the history of language and, you know, to now. And, like, even though we've been on this planet for over 200,000 years, only in 5,000 years or less we've been able to actually communicate with each other in a coherent manner. So, uh, yes, I like that one a lot because it, it required me to go on Google. So I had to do research, and that made me feel good. <laughs> oh, that's great. I am going to wrap up this segment. I'll call you right back for our final segment, okay? All right. Hello. Hello. I just have a couple more questions. And the first one is going to be, what would people be surprised to know about you? What would people be surprised to know about me is that I flunked kindergarten. I know that's shocking because it seems like I'm (laughs) a smart guy. But, yes, I got held back in kindergarten, and let's just say that I surpassed all those kids later who uh, got to surpass me, and now I'm just the smartest guy in the world. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, Okay, I have another one for you. And this actually was a question a friend of mine went on an interview, and they asked, and that is, if you were an animal, what would you be and why? Ooh, okay. If I was an animal, I would probably be an owl. And I think because although I am wise, astute, and pay attention to things around me, I always kill little mice. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a couple of the, from the um, studio questions. Um, What is your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word. Ooh, <laughs> where do I start? Um, I think you can never go wrong with fucka. Not motherfucker, but fucka, because it just has so much usages. Okay, and what sound or noise do you love? I love the sound of my kids laughing. Oh, yeah. What sound or noise do you hate? I hate the sound of broadband dial-up, and I'm glad that's eradicated. What is your favorite word? My favorite word. uh, No, that's my favorite word. 
Really? What is your least favorite word? My least favorite word is, hmm, now let me think a little bit about this. My least favorite word, cool. Cool? Yeah, cool. As in, that is so cool? Yeah, that sometimes it just, ugh, just, it just makes me want to throw up sometimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be the final question, and that is, describe your perfect day. My perfect day. I wake up, get ready to head to work, and I hear a bomb has been detonated at my job, so it gives me a day off and a little time <laughs> off. I could be on anchor all day. And then, for some reason, KFC just delivers me a bunch of this chicken, but I say, no, I don't really want that. And then Subway delivers me something, and I take that instead, and I'm on anchor all day. That's my perfect day. <laughs> all righty. Well, Dewan, thank you so much for participating in my third episode of Jennifer Wants to Know. And I so appreciate you taking the time to answer my questions. Um, I enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better. Good. Hopefully this is better than the last time when you felt like you didn't get to know anything. Well, you know, I like this process better than – that's one thing I love about version two, this interview process, because mm -hmm. before it was, was more disjointed, and I like being able to ask a question and kind of follow up on a, your answer better. So I, this is much better for me. I, I like this kind of interviewing process. And I heard you just interviewed someone recently. Um, yes. Yes. Check it out and see how, how that went. Did you like doing the interview on uh, version two? It was so different than how it was on version one. And you just reminded me now that I don't need to do interviews anymore. You got this nailed solid. I just need to sit back and let you work. <laughs> Thank you so much. And anybody who is listening, if you are not following Dewan and Only, you need to be doing so because he always, always fabulously interesting stuff on his station. So thank you so much, and I will catch you on the next segment. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. Bye.